Okay, friends. Today we are reading a story featuring Chico Bon Bon, monkey with a tool belt. And today's story is called Gear Up and Go. And it's read by Mommy and... Do you have a name? The wheels are turning, friends. Can you think of a good name for today? Or do you want to just be Philip? An astronaut's name that's, that, that has buzz in it. Oh, an astronaut name? Oh, well, I can think of two astronauts that have the name Buzz. One of them was real, and then one of them is pretend. Buzz Aldrin was a real astronaut, and Buzz Lightyear is a pretend one. Buzz Aldrin. Buzz Aldrin. Okay. Mm, today's story is read by Mommy and Buzz Aldrin. So this story was adapted by Zima Hastings, and the episode is written by Bob Boyle and Frank Rocco, and it's based on the TV show Chico Bon Bon, Monkey with a Tool Belt. Here we go. It was an ordinary day in the city of Blunderburg. Clark was busy organizing his peanut collection by using a super peanut stacker. He rolled a big peanut down the stacker's slide, where it rolled into a hole with other big peanuts. Now all the big peanuts are together, all the medium peanuts are together, and all the small peanuts are together, Clark said. It's like magic! That's not magic. That's called sorting, Rainbow Thunder said. Sorting is a way to organize things by shape, color, or size. You're sorting your peanuts by size. Wow, sorting is way cooler than magic, Clark said. Ring, ring. Just then, the banana phone rang. Tiny, Clark, and Rainbow Thunder gathered in the mission control room. Tiny, Clark, and Rainbow Thunder. Chico Bon Bon walked in a few seconds later. I've got a problem. Can you help me solve it? He cried. I'm missing a sock. Um, is that all? Rainbow Thunder asked. And he gave her the banana boot. Let's see. Nah, this is an emergency, Chico said. I've never taken my socks off. Not since I was a little baby monkey. This is a sock emergency, Clark said. But don't worry. I, I think I know where your lost sock is. Whenever someone loses a sock, it goes where all lost socks go. Suck Mountain, Clark said. He pulled out a book and showed everyone a picture of a tall, wobbly mountain. Then he turned the page to reveal a map. The Fix-It Force gathered their tools Mommy? and left Bon Bon Labs. Excuse me. Mm -hmm. I want two of these. Yeah? You're not eating your second one, so. <laughs> well, I don't think I'm gonna let you have two cookies today. I think one cookie is sufficient for your tummy. What do you think? 
Uh, you don't have too much sugar in your system. <clears throat> Gonna be. Okay. It was time for their sock quest to begin. The Fix-It Force followed the map through Blunderburg, where they ran into several residents who needed help. One of them was Mrs. Coleslaw's newly knitted pur small purple socks, which had disappeared. Mayor Murphy had also lost her royal sock, too. All of the people of Blunderburg were worried about their lost socks. Don't worry, everyone. We know exactly where all the socks are, Chico said confidently. The Fix-It Force continued on their way. They traveled through the desert of Krabby Canyon, over the tall vulture volcano, and across the tasty desert island. And I would like to point out that this is not a desert island, but desert island. Do you know what the difference between dessert and desert is? What? An S. That's <laughs> a joke. It's, it's a spelling joke. Dessert. Yes, because the word desert and the word dessert are spelled exactly the same way, only the word dessert you want more of. So it has two S's and desert only has one because you don't want to be in a desert for very long. Make sense? Mm -hmm. Okay. Finally, they reached Sock Mountain. Chico and Rainbow Thunder dove into the mountain to find everyone's missing socks. But suddenly, the Fix-It Force heard loud stomping. A giant orange creature appeared in front of them. Clark's book explained that the creature Oh my goodness, was a giant octopus who takes everyone's socks. Go ahead, make the noise. <laughs> Creepy sounding octopus. The book also says it has a sweet singing suits. Oh, the sweet singing suits the savage octopus to sleep, Clark said, and began to sing. A lullaby. Soon the scary octopus was peacefully asleep. Now, let's get this sock situation straightened out, Chico said. Chico and the team started by looking for Mrs. Coleslaw's small purple sock. Clark found a big purple sock and Tiny found a small purple sock with toes, but neither one was the right one. This is going to take forever, Chico cried. Chico decided to take a banana break. He needed to find a way to organize all the mixed up socks. This is just like when I was sorting my peanuts, Clark commented. Blazing bananas, that's it, Chico said. We can build a super sock sorter machine. The Fix-It Force began building the super sock sorter. Soon, they were ready to give it a try. Tiny pulled the lever, and the machine began to sort the socks into piles by size, by shape, and by color. With the super sock sorter's help, 
the Fix-It Force, found everyone's lost socks. Except Chico's. Oh, how sad. Then, Chico noticed his sock was dangling on the sleeping Socktopus's tentacle. Chico grabbed it back, but he accidentally woke the sleeping Socktopus. Once it noticed the so- its missing sock, it began to roar. Do you want to make the roaring sound? Good. That's, you know, it's exactly how I would envision an octopus sounding. Oh no, we don't have any socks left to replace Chico's, Rainbow Thunder said. Luckily, Mrs. Coleslaw helped by knitting plenty of socks for these octopus. It giggled happily. I can't believe we found Sock Mountain and Metis Octopus, Chico said. The Fix-It Force had saved the day once again. And that, my friends, is the end. And if you liked this one, you can look back in our histories and find several more Chico Bonbon stories because we read them all. Um, As many as we could get our hands on. (laughs) And that's the end.